Welcome to the Binge Eating to Food Freedom podcast with Katie Papo. Our mission is to share the simplest and most peaceful system for food freedom in the world with people who suffer from binge eating, food addiction, and compulsive overeating. We are here to show that with the right strategy and support, any committed, coachable, and resourceful individual can feel peaceful and free with food. Hello, hello, and welcome to another live stream. I'm Katie Papo. And I'm here today with the topic of picking yourself up when you've slipped or made a mistake or when you're feeling like a failure. And I wanted to choose this topic today because I actually had this experience yesterday. And I wanted to be able to give you a real life example of the difference in the mindset shift that happens when you're using these practices because the cycle that I see the most, especially in our Facebook group when I see people posting about it, is, oh no, I binged, um, I, I binged last night, I feel like I've unlocked the floodgates, or oh no, I binged last week and I've been binging ever, every day ever since. So it's this idea of I've fallen down and I can't get up. So, and that's a lot of the reason why we're so afraid to binge, right? Why we're so afraid to make that mistake because we're afraid that once we do, it's like there's no turning back and we just can't pull ourselves back up and it just keeps spiraling. So I wanted to bring this up today because I know that that's one of the biggest pieces, right? Like the binge cycle, we call it a cycle because it is one. So when we start to break down those different components of the cycle, we can better understand what keeps the cycle going and how we can safely and calmly exit the cycle. And not only that, but create a new cycle that actually fuels our growth and fuels our healing. So I wanted to start by sharing a little story from just yesterday. So yesterday was the first day I came on to do this, these live streams that I'm planning to do for this whole month of December. So yesterday, I kind of winged it a little bit. I knew what topic I would talk about, but I didn't plan it too much. And as I was giving the talk yesterday, I just felt a little out of control, like just like the same, you know, the, the feeling that we get with binges, that out of control feeling. And it wasn't like anything crazy happened, like you guys might have not even noticed. But for me, I felt a little edgier than I usually do. I felt like I was talking a lot faster and I was starting sentences and then losing myself in the middle of the sentences. So I just felt a little disorganized. I felt out of control. I was still proud of myself for showing up, right, in the any amount, because that's the spirit of the topic we were talking about yesterday was consistency. So the fact that I showed up, I acknowledged that. But at the same time, as I was speaking and like giving this talk, I felt like I went on too long. I felt like I was repeating myself. I found all of these negative things that I didn't like about how I was showing up. And after I finished the talk yesterday, my mind immediately went there. It went to that place of I failed. Right. And this is the same. I want you to notice this pattern. Right. Let's connect this to the binges. Right. The whole feeling, right, that we have with the binges is in the moment, even as we know it's happening, it still feels out of control, right? So even if we're saying to ourselves while it's happening, stop doing this, you could still stop, you could walk away right now, but we still find ourselves in that out of control feeling. And that's how I felt yesterday while I was giving the talk. I was mentally telling myself, Katie, slow down, Katie, take a breath. 
but I wasn't. I just found myself in sort of in that out of control kind of space as I was speaking. And then afterwards, of course, like what happens after the binge as well, is we feel that guilt, right? I felt guilty, like I didn't show up as my best self. I felt ashamed. I didn't do as as great as I could have. I felt like a failure. Oh, I I know this topic so well, and I felt like I didn't explain it well enough as well as I know it. And so the, the what's the what's this practice? It's beating ourselves, right? It's criticism. It's self criticism, um, which. It's not to say that all of that's inherently negative because it is helpful, right, to see the places where we could improve. But we know that there's a difference also between looking for places to improve versus beating ourselves for being a failure, right? And I know that that's what happens a lot of times. That's where the mind goes after the binge. I failed. I was successful the whole day. I made it the whole day and then I had to ruin it. And now it's ruined and now it's going to keep and now the cycle is going to continue. So it's that energy of failure of I failed. And that's exactly what I experienced yesterday. But what I wanted to share with you guys um, is what I learned from that experience and how how you can apply basically the same principles to your binges. And I just kind of wanted to show you what that would look like in real life. So basically, let me share because obviously you guys know that I binged for like a decade. So I have I'm no stranger to, to food binges. Now, old Katie, right? Old Katie who binged carried this all or nothing mentality, right? And I told I talked about this in yesterday's talk is that I used to not even want to show up to give these these talks because I was afraid I wouldn't do well enough and I had that perfectionist mindset. So old Katie, what would what would old Katie have done? Like the binge eating Katie, how would she have handled that not feeling good about the talk that she gave? So the first thing is I would have criticized myself. Right? I would have also dreaded the next talk, just like with binges, right? How we start dreading the next binge and we're like afraid of nighttime when it's going to come or whenever it comes for you. Or we're afraid of the night, we're dreading the next diet, like, oh, tomorrow it's going to be so much harder to exercise because I binge tonight. So that dread starts to come up. And that's what came up for me yesterday. It was like, oh, I'm now going to dread. And, and this is this is old Katie. Another another thing that old Katie <laughs> would have done is is focused on, OK, well, I did I didn't do well this time. And what can I improve next time? But I would have looked at that in a negative frame. So basically, instead of saying like, oh, I could have spoken slower, I would have framed it like, oh, you were too fast. You shouldn't talk so fast. So it would have been like a more like aggressive self-criticism than just looking for places to improve. That's definitely something old Katie would have done. And something we I see all the time with binges where people will, they're, they're trying to support themselves and they want to improve, but you'll find yourself saying something like, um, oh, well, next time, just try not to be out of control <laughs> or next time, just, just, you know, keep the food out of the house or like try basically trying to avoid versus things that you can proactively do to grow yourself. Um, another, another pattern that old Katie would have used to react to that situation is trying to figure out what's wrong with me. And I see that happening so much with people who are struggling from binge eating, and I did totally the same thing, is we go through that cycle and that spiral. And then we say, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I just fix it? If I could just figure out what's wrong with me, then I could fix it. And I would have gone through that same exact pattern in 
looking back at the talk, I would have said like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I just relax? Why can't I just look at myself on camera and feel calm about it? Right. And I would, and it's so instead of being solution oriented, I would have been extra fixated on the problem. Oh, there's something that's wrong with me and I need to focus on what's wrong. So that way I can fix it. That's another old pattern Katie would have had. Another pattern that old Katie would have had is blaming or justifying. So for example, yesterday I got my period, right? So I would have said, oh, well, I was already in an emotional state, so I wasn't in a clear space. Or I would have blamed it. I had neck pain as well. So I would have said, oh, I was in pain, so I wouldn't come off as, as good. Um, or, you know, the cat was scratching at the door, so I was distracted. Now, it's not to say that any of those things weren't true or weren't valid, but at the same time, when we use that to blame or to justify, again, we're taking ourselves out of that solution-oriented mode and we're putting it more in victim mode, putting ourselves in victim mode as if I didn't have the control, this happened to me. You see the difference? I see that, that victim mode a lot with binge eating, which is why I'm pointing it out right now. Um, so, so that's the idea is, is, is that there's this, this energy of victimhood when we look at, when we say, oh, these external circumstances, those are the reasons why I am the way I am. So we basically absolve ourselves from responsibility and we place ourselves in this victim state where things happen to us rather than we're the ones creating our reality. And then the final thing that I wrote down here, I just took some notes that old Katie <laughs> would have done is if I did make any attempt to celebrate myself or to celebrate my efforts to even show up in the first place, it would have been more of a backhanded compliment than something, you know, to really fuel my spirit. It would have been something like, well, at least I didn't, you know, fart on camera, or at least I didn't, you know, fall down, or at least, you know, the cat didn't jump on the thing, or at least my laptop didn't die. So basically, it's not really looking at any of the positives. It's just, it's it's a, an attempt to look at the positives, but it's still kind of inherently negative there, because we're, the mind is still fixated on what could have gone wrong, right? So the mind is still in that same directional trend of saying, here's what's wrong, here's what could have gone wrong. So it's always still looking for the negative. Okay. Now, so there's all these, um, and we can look at that the same with, with binge eating, right? When I, when I train our clients, when we're training them to, to look for those, look for those signs of progress and those wins, sometimes we, you know, it's tough when you're doing that for the first time and we'll hear people say like, oh, well, I, at least I didn't eat the whole box of cookies which sure, that could be a win. But again, you're still framing it more in a negative way, rather than looking for something that's inherently progress oriented or solution oriented. Does that make sense? So this is like the old Katie, which I associate more with binge eating, right? Because it's the same patterns, whether it's you know beating ourselves for a talk that we gave or a food that we ate, it's still the same pattern that we're fueling. And if we're fueling it in one area of our life, right, we're, we still just, show, we hold one brain <laughs> that operates through all the areas of our life. So if our brain is used to functioning in a certain way, it's going to function that way for multiple areas of our lives, which is often why when we struggle with binge eating, those struggles carry in to other areas of our lives. And soon we find ourselves consumed. So so old Katie was holding all those beliefs, was, was focusing on criticizing, dreading, calling myself a failure, saying what's wrong with me, um, blaming or justifying, and then, you know, trying to maybe celebrate, but still kind of using more backhanded compliments than anything else. So if we were to now look at that mindset, 
right, as a whole and compare it to what would be more considered like a food freedom mindset or in general, just a freedom or a growth mindset like we talk about, it's going to look very different. So I'll share with you what actually happened with me yesterday. And then we'll do, we'll talk about like the binge, <laughs> the binge equivalent of that. Okay. So yesterday after I finished the talk, I noticed my mind, I noticed it going to that place like it had in the past of, oh, you're a failure. You didn't do a good job. You didn't show up at your best. People are going to judge you. You know, the mind, it likes to tell all those stories. Now, the difference between old Katie and Katie today <laughs> is Katie yesterday, as I was experiencing those thoughts, the first difference was that even though the thoughts came up and I heard them, right, I heard them in my mind, I didn't indulge them. What do I mean by that? I didn't this I didn't indulge them by saying, "Oh yes, 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 that's true." Right? I recognized the thoughts instead of being a true story, just a story, right? Just because we have thoughts and just because thoughts come up doesn't actually mean that they're necessarily true. They don't have to be. So, I instead focused on, "Okay, these thoughts are here. That's allowed. I'm not going to try to push them away because when we push thoughts away, it just makes them stronger. Just like how when you tell yourself, don't think of pizza, you're thinking even more of pizza. So I'm not saying don't think that, right? Instead, I'm just saying, okay, these thoughts are coming up and that's okay, but I'm not going to indulge them. I'm not going to fuel more of those thoughts. And instead, what I did was I allowed them to be there without indulging them. And then I said to myself, okay, so let's let's be progress oriented instead of just beating myself for the things that I should have could have would have done better. Let's focus on the things that I actually did do well. And I went through, you know, I went through a few things that I thought I did well. First of all, I showed up. Right. I, you know, did do my best, even though it didn't feel like the best I could do. It still, you know, was my best for that moment. And also I started looking at what lessons did I learn from this experience? Because if I can learn lessons to make today's talk better and tomorrow's talk better and the next talk better, right? That's a win. And that's ultimately what we want to do with binges too. Because if you can, let's say you have a binge, but you learn something so valuable from that experience that now it carries into your next meal and your next meal and your next meal then suddenly that thing that was holding you back before is now the thing that's healing you. And that's now the thing that's growing you. So for example, yesterday, I, I looked at some of the lessons that I, how I could have improved yesterday's talk. So the first thing I said was, well, I didn't really center myself before the talk yesterday. I took a couple short breaths, but I didn't, I wasn't really in a relaxed place before I started. So I said, all right, so starting tomorrow, I'm going to set this intention that I'm going to breathe first. And I'm going to make sure I'm in a relaxed place before I come on and speak. We can we can apply that same thing to food, can't we? Right. Like, oh, I realized that I wasn't even sitting down before I ate. I wasn't relaxed at all before I ate. I was just eating frenetically. So maybe tomorrow when I'm ready to eat, I'll just make sure I take some time to sit down, breathe and relax my system before I start eating. Right. So already you're giving by by. Instead of focusing on your failure, by focusing on the lesson that you learned from that experience and how you can apply it for next time, you've already won. Like this is no, this can no longer be considered a failure because now you're using it as your stepping stone to your next success, which will be when you sit down the next time to eat 
and now you actually have something to focus on and something to practice. Um, so, so even just the idea of celebrating that you, first of all, that you, that you, um, that you learned a lesson, right? We can celebrate ourselves even before you, you practice it, like the next day, you can celebrate yourself just for acknowledging and learning the lesson. Um, and that will help you remember it actually for next time. And then of course, the other thing that we can do is forgive ourselves and it's simple. We can just say, I forgive myself. Even if it's not, even if you don't feel like you're totally forgiving yourself, it's okay. Forgiveness is actually a practice as well. It's a skill that we can build. But even just saying out loud, I forgive myself, I forgive myself, I forgive myself, we can start to let go of the baggage around what happened because it happened, it's done, okay, let me learn from that, let me celebrate that I'm even having this dialogue within myself right now to improve and be, become more aligned with what I want, but also let me just forgive myself for what happened. So yesterday I said, I wasn't totally pleased with what happened, with how, it, how my talk came out, okay, I forgive myself, I forgive myself, I forgive myself. And was there still a little bit of residue of, yeah, but you should have done better? Yeah, sure. But again, that's no longer the loudest part of my brain, right? It's the old residue of the of binge Katie <laughs> that that came up a little bit, right? To, to be that self-criticizing voice. And I think we all have that to some degree and that's okay. But we also can choose to activate a new voice that says, I forgive myself. There are lessons to be learned from it and I'm here to learn them. So, so the way that we can, and then of course we can move on, then we move on, right? Um, then we let ourselves move on. I even, you know, use the opportunity to, to, to talk it through with Shahar. And I said, Hey, I want to just, you know, focus on what I need to, what, what I did well today, what I want to do for tomorrow, what I've learned from, from my mistake today. And and I, and I shared that out loud, which helped me process it. So if you have someone close to you in your life, that can be really helpful to use that as like more of a sounding board, just someone who unconditionally supports you. Um, and then of course you forgive yourself, you move on. And then when the next opportunity, when the next practice opportunity comes, you're coming with your intentions. So the way that you can use this when you find yourself feeling like you failed after a binge is first of all, don't try to problem solve right when you're in an emotional state. The thing you want to do first is calm yourself, right? And calm yourself. So you, you can practice those long, deep breathing, just like how I teach in my, in the, in the first class of the free training. If you haven't done the free training, uh, go to my website and look for the free training and you can do that but you can learn how to calm your system, how to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. And the reason why that's important is because we can't access our brain in the same way when we're under stress or when we're under anxiety or panic. The brain just doesn't function in the way that we need for change to happen when we're in that state. So before we can even get into problem solving mode, we actually need to calm the physiology first then we can access our brain in a different way where now we can start creating those patterns that we want for next time. So the first thing we do is we relax ourselves, right? After, after we've fallen, after we feel like a failure, we relax ourselves and then we say, okay, 
first of all, what can I celebrate that I did well, right? Well, right off the bat, I can celebrate that I'm, I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm here for myself right now. And I'm not abandoning myself. I'm here to grow from this and to learn from this. And then we can ask, okay, what was my error or what was my mistake? And how can I now use that to, to improve and to grow me for next time? So maybe the mistake wasn't that, was that I didn't take enough time to, to breathe first or to calm myself. Okay. So next time I'm setting the intention. Now, this is what I'm going to do next time. When you do that, and you actually, instead of looking at something as a failure, but you you see it as, hey, here, this is my next stepping stone. This is my next stepping stone to my next success. When you look at it like that, your the victim mind now turns of, of, oh no, this happened to me. Woe is me. I've fallen and I can't get up. Instead, the victim mind then shifts into this solution-oriented, progress-oriented, productive mind that says, I'm here to learn from this. What can I learn from this to apply to my next meal, to apply for next time? And then when we show up with that intention, what we find is that even if we don't have a 100% improvement over every experience, what ends up happening is we did improve any amount more than the last time. Then we make another mistake and we use that mistake to improve any amount more from the time before that. And then we keep progressing, keep progressing, keep progressing. And before you know it, you've got this upward trend of all this progress that came from just learning from the mistake from last time, from from the from the so-called failure that you might have perceived it as before. But now it's like, oh, this is the thing that's going to grow me. This is the thing that's going to help me progress even faster than I thought I could have. And we see this with clients all the time. I'm remembering specifically one person who she basically, it was through a, our 12-week um, private program. And she had gone, I think, she was about halfway through. She was, she was in week six or week seven and she hadn't binged, you know, pretty much that whole time without really trying not to. So she was under this idea of like, Oh, and, but she still had some fear of what if I binge one day, like, will I be able to handle it? So at around week six or week seven, she did binge and she, and her mind, what happened first was she went into the old mind, right? She went into the old binge mind of, oh my God, I've ruined it. I had all this progress over this, these six weeks and now I ruined it with this binge. Oh no, I'm not going to be able to stop myself. And then she paused and she said, hang on, in this moment, what can I learn from this experience? First of all, what can I celebrate, right? And she celebrated, hey, I'm here having this dialogue with myself. Even mid-binge, I'm here having this dialogue with myself, which I never would have done in the past. So already she's finding herself celebrating. And then she's saying, what can I learn from this? And she's seeing like, oh my gosh, what can I learn from this is that I just showed myself that I was able to stop fairly effortlessly mid-binge to focus on growing myself and to focus on healing. And she was like, and I'm going to just say, I forgive myself for the food that I just overate. I'm going to apologize to my body and forgive myself for, you know, causing that discomfort. 
but also I'm going to take this as a lesson for next time I'm going to learn from this. And at that point, she also reached out to me and Shahar. She said, here's what I've learned so far. Like, here's where, where I've gotten myself to. But now I need help because I'm not sure what exactly caused the binge. And I'm not sure. So we were able to help her there with her specific, um, you know, scenario. And then from that, when, by the by the time she finished the program, she she was actually looking back on that experience. And she said, that experience is, was so meaningful to me because it started out with me feeling like that total failure and having that old feeling. But because I was able to lift myself out of it, reach out for help and, and learn from it. So I, I, I only grew from there. She was like, that's such an empowering experience. And it showed me that just because I had a binge doesn't mean I failed. It just means that there was another lesson left to learn that I needed to learn. And because I showed up for myself and I actually learned it, <laughs> now I'm stronger than ever. So that's the idea on how we can let go of that fear of failure and that fear even of binging. Because when we know that even if we do that something super positive and powerful is going to come out of it, we know that we're destined for success. We know that we're destined for progress. We know that we're destined for growth. And when we know that, we can show up for ourselves more fully and we bounce back much easier, knowing that it's not an endless spiral down from here, but instead it's actually a, an upward trend, progress going up. And the beauty of that is, is that the choice is completely ours. It's completely yours what you do in that situation. It takes away that victim mentality of, oh, this is happening to me. And instead we become empowered and say, what am I going to, how am I going to extract value from this situation to make my life better, to make my healing faster? How am I, what value can I take from this for myself? And that's how we grow ourselves. And that's how we, that's how we pick ourselves up when we've fallen. So I hope you guys found that helpful today. Um, I'll be showing up for these talks. Uh, I'll be back for the next one on Monday. And um, as always, if you're not on our email list, feel free to join our email list. If you haven't done our free training, join our free training. It's available on my website. And of course, if you'd like to work with us privately and you want to know more about what that looks like, check out my website as well and feel free to reach out to me and the team. and We'll be happy to support you. All right, guys, take care. Talk to you soon.